Welcome to Shit Talk Fridays, a podcast where we talk about all things lifestyle and relationships with a splash of controversy. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I'm Gina. And I'm Evo. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. I would just like to say that I spoke really soon last week and I said that it was getting warm and it's literally 45 fucking degrees outside right now. Yeah, and I was talking shit, talking about I could smell it. You actually said that summer was coming and I was like, no, it's not. Something was in the air. I'm telling you. Yeah, well, it wasn't summer. It was like an inkling of spring. And I was getting excited because when we were driving down the highway, I saw massive amounts of groundhogs because, you know, that's like one of my pastimes. I like to count grand- groundhogs. Shows you how exciting my life is. And um, I felt like I saw a lot of them. I was like, yo, spring has sprung and it is 45 degrees outside. I had to bring my plants back in. I had to retract everything. Well, I think that just comes with the territory when you have uh, when you have seasons that change. Or if you live in a place where seasons change, mm-hmm. you'll get like these little teasers of the season to come. And then it'll just pull back on you and... <laughs> Act like it never happened. Well, I feel like Mother Earth is having a case of the fuck it's. At least over here she is. <laughs> she's just like, here's a little 40s some 50s some 70s. You know, I don't know. Do something with that. I mean, people are dealing with crazy weather all over the place. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, those are my first world problems. Yeah. I apologize. Yes. So today we have a fun topic and it is dating as a single parent. And I can tell you right now that Evo and I can speak firsthand when it comes to this topic. But did you know that March 21st is Single Parent Day? Uh, I did not know that because I, um, I've never been a single parent. Oh, wow. That's Okay, so listen. I have been a single parent, but I want to say that this um, Single Parent Day is something very new. And I thought it okay. was so interesting. Um I thought it was so interesting that we decided to talk about dating as a single parent. And then when I'm like, you know, scouring the Internet just to kind of collect information about certain things, I find out that it's I was literally doing it on single parent day, which I thought was so fucking ironic. But more recently, I've been listening to like gurus and they talk about how you think that you actually know that you're choosing something based off of your own choice, but it's already been implanted in your mind. So it's potentially that the seed of dating as a single parent has already been put into my head some other time and I just found like it just brought me right to that Mm -hmm. and that's how they became like they were hand in hand it being single parent day and then I was looking for that information I thought that shit was really weird so listening to you talk about single parents day it just makes me wonder Mm -hmm. in order for single parents day to have become a day uh-huh. Like we're talking about like some serious movement that we have went behind this, right? Like petitioning, people bringing this up. Like, how do you even make a day a day, right? A national holiday. Well, it's what not a national holiday. It's just a day. A national holiday means that the entire United States observes it, and so wait, you potentially can even get. It's just a national. It's just, how does it even become a thing without it being a national holiday? Well, it's kind of like National Pizza Day, National oh, Donut Day. Oh, it's they, like one they, of those. They claimed it. What do you mean? They like this. These are just like like. I, all right. So how does that? How did National Pizza Day become a thing? Was it I, just social media that just kind of made it happen? You are asking the wrong person. This is my Am thing. I opposing I thought, National Pizza Day? No. I thought that um, National Singles Parents Day mm-hmm. was like an actual day, like like it was on the calendar type well, situation. I mean. It's not necessarily something that when you go by a calendar, you're going to see it, you know, March 21st, single parent day. No, it's just kind of like one of those things that 
Like the other day was like National Sisterhood Day. Uh, These are things that I think I think that you know society is just trying to bring attention to. Um, And what I thought was interesting about it is because for you to say, well, what makes something a day, right? You know, like who there has to be some sort of movement behind it. Yeah. So when I looked into how many households are ran by single parents, I was like kind of shocked at the amount that there is currently in the United States. So 30% of all households as of 2021 are ran by single parents, Mm. which amounts to about 10 million people in the United States or 10 million households. Hmm. That's a lot. It is a lot. I think it's a lot because in comparison to, you know, like 50 years ago in the 19, in the 1960s, the amount of households that were ran by one parent was like in the numbers of support for shit talk Fridays is brought to you by manscaped who is the best in below the waist grooming and hygiene manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. I can't count the number of times I've nicked myself using shoddy ass trimmers that literally left me anxious about grooming manscaped skin safe technology has restored my faith when grooming below the waist. And did I mention the new 4.0 lawnmower has a 4K LED light, so you ain't missing shit. So head over to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the code STFridays20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use the code STFridays20. Unlock the confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Now back to the show. No, a couple percent. You know, like maybe 2%, 3%, nothing more than 5%. On top of that, United States actually has the highest rate of single parent households in comparison to other nations that have large amounts of population like we do in the United States. Mm -hmm. So do you think that has something to do with the fact that back then households were mainly dependent on one person's income? And so to break up that household would mean that there would be a severe imbalance in the lifestyles that existed within that household because of the financial stability that that household had. And then now there's a lot more balance when it comes to independence and financial Mm. stability that it's almost easier to be like, all right, this is not working out. You know, we're done. And then what you have the result is a lot of single parents. Mm Mm-hmm. So you're asking me, do I think that the reason why there are more single parent households now, 50 years later, in comparison to, you know, older times, is it because of the stability of the two parents? Like, are are you asking, asking, are you asking me, is it because, I want to just be clear, are you asking me because potentially now there are two parent work, there are two parents working in the household, and if they are to separate, they both can be, they are both able to sustain their own. Yeah, it's more of an option now to Mm. like be able to just separate and the parents be okay because there's more options when it comes to financial independence Yeah. as to where before you kind of had to make it work. Yeah. You know, because if they would family was to separate, there would be this significant imbalance mm-hmm. of financial stability due to the way that the households were structured back then. Mm-hmm. And what I'm asking is that do you think that there's a connection in the in the in the drastic change mm-hmm. in single parents, specifically single mothers yeah, like that we've exist today like three in, times. Yeah, that exists today that existed back then. That's a great question and I have somewhat of an answer for you. So okay. one of the some of the factors that play into why there are more single parent households have to do with 
two reasons and then there are like subcategories but the main two reasons are divorce and non-marital children non-marital children um so in the case of divorce there's obviously more divorces happening now in the united states than there was 50 years ago i really don't want to get into the deep dive of why those divorces are happening because even when i are actually going to be talking about divorce on another episode but that is one of the main factors is divorce now the you know the, the circumstances of why those divorces are happening we'll talk about that at another time the other circumstance is non-marital children and obviously that means having people are willing now or fall into circumstances where they are having children out of wedlock hmm. so Whereas some people are more willing now to exit out of a, of a marriage, yeah. more people are willing to not enter into a marriage. So think about it in that, in, in that way. 50 years ago, if a woman got pregnant, a lot of the times the man was like almost obligated to marry that woman and raise a family. Where right. now, that's not necessarily the case. If any, it, To be honest, that is not the case at all. Because there is the highest percentage of households that are single parent are in women. Well, I'd like to think that there is a small percentage that it's still existing because there is still that social pressure within families that still have the old school culture embedded with them. Families mm -hmm. that are still deep rooted together mm -hmm. and that have a, you know, that are very large families mm -hmm. um, that if you were to become pregnant, there would be this almost expectation of like okay well you're getting married now right you know and then it becomes a pressure within the family to marry I, I i like i think that you know in a small percentage it still does exist oh yeah i to say that that doesn't exist at all okay that's, I'm that's not, what i thought yeah you, I, I i'm thought, definitely I not heard, negating okay. that that does not exist but one of the main reasons why there is 30 percent of single parent households is because of non-marital children yeah. um there are a lot of instances where um you know, children occur accidentally and the parents then choose not to be together. Or sometimes there's not even a choice that's to be made. The woman then has to go on and raise a child without the presence of the father. And it's something that I've experienced firsthand uh, on my own and through my circle of friends. Mm -hmm. I know many women that have, you know, been in a situation where they have decided to have a child with a man and then that man decides to walk out of the picture and in addition to that i know have friends that were in a marriage and raising their family together and for whatever the reason they decided to divorce so those are the two main factors like i said there are subset categories as to why those two main factors happen mm -hmm. but i would love to get into that into another episode so but the reason why we brought up how many single parent households there are in the united states cuz that means that there are a large percentage of the majority women seeking to date and then and then a smaller a smaller category of men looking to date when they are a single parent um and to like zoom in a little bit on that number of the 30% and I said that it equals 10 million households in the United States. Out of that 10 million, 75% of that are women households, mother ran households. Mm -hmm. So then it leaves the other 25% are ran by single fathers, which I was honestly kind of surprised because um, I didn't think that the number was so heavily skewed 
towards women only yeah that doesn't surprise me the reason why is because i feel like we are moving into a time where things are more progressive Mm -hmm. and um there are many men that are being very present and active in their children's lives and even choosing to be the primary caretaker when it comes to their children i just didn't think it would be like 75 25 well i'm not surprised because I kind of feel that this is just my personal opinion. All right, I'm, this is no facts. There's no science behind this. Mm-hmm. This is just my personal opinion um, as a parent mm-hmm. and having had children with someone and seeing what that experience was like. I feel that the reason the number is so great has mm-hmm. is a, has largely to do with the fact that these women birthed these children, mm-hmm. and there's just a uh, there's such there's a, there's a different kind of bond that exists between the, the mother and a child mm-hmm. versus the father and the child and when it comes to separating i can see it be i can see it being more difficult for the mother to separate from her children yeah. than it would be for the father i can see it being a thing where she will f- 10 toes down like you're not taking my kids from me yeah. i don't care if i have to live in a box yeah um and that kind of being a large portion part of the reason why Mm-hmm. You know, women stay, stay with the children and they end up in single households because, I mean, I can't imagine a woman that's so tightly bonded to her children ends up separating from her family and her kids mm-hmm. and being, like, alone. I could see that really, like, being, like, an emotional uh, struggle mm-hmm. for a woman. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why I feel like I'm, I wasn't surprised that so many women are raising kids on their own when it comes yeah. to separation. Yeah. That's actually very profound. I would like firmly agree with you on that because when I separated from my boy's my boy's father, mm-hmm. there was no way in hell right. I was not going to be with my I kids. Can... I wasn't there was no way you were going to not I was not not going to be the primary caretaker when it came to my children. Oh yeah. Not because I felt like their father was incapable because he was very much capable. But it was because of that bond. Um, yeah. There was no way I could have been without my children, especially because I have some deep-rooted trauma, ladies and gentlemen, about <laughs> be- abandonment. <laughs> That's another so. conversation. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. So because I said earlier that you and I can speak firsthand on this situation of dating as a single parent, when Evo and I first started dating, I was a single parent. I was a single mother of two boys, ages seven and three. And, uh, I, was, and I was single, no kids. Yes, yeah, single, no children. I was, so Evo and I, uh, we've spoken about this before. We met when I was actually 20 for the first time. I actually only had one kid at the time. And um, we dated briefly. Um, a just short a, stint. Yeah, just, just a couple months. And then we rekindled our romance five years later. And I actually had another kid at the time with the same father from my, with my, from my first child. And um, when we first started dating, you know, it's an it's a interesting thing how you have to navigate dating as a single parent. Because let's be real. It is not the same as just dating when you're a single person because yeah. there are, there is a situation that is <laughs> directly connected to you that you have to figure out how to maneuver and that being your children. So yes. based on our experience, I want to share a little bit about how 
I decided as a single parent to date when it came to um, being a single mother. So when I separated from my boy's father in 2001, my plan was to be kind of single for a while. Like I, I just needed to like figure shit out. And funny story, I wind up getting, I wind up, I ended up getting pregnant from him again in 2002 with my second son because I fell victim to, I don't want to say victim. I, I, I say I want to, I fell victim to the going back to something that you're comfortable with. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, I was kind of out there just after I left him in 2001, I was, you weren't sleeping around. So when it came time to like doing that, you went to what was known and what was comfortable. Yeah. I was trying to figure out the right, the right words to say that. So basically that's what ended up happening. And I wind up getting pregnant with our, with our second child. And I was fucking devastated when that happened. Not because it's it's quite a surprise. Yeah. Because (laughs) you know, (laughs) it was that kind of like one time situation. You're like motherfucker. I can't believe this shit happened to me. Yeah. Anyway, fast forward, uh, we obviously are not together when that happened, and we chose to not be together once I found out that I was pregnant with the second child. So when I decided to start dating again after having my second son, I really had to figure out how to do shit in a way where I was not going to bring men into my children's lives that were also going to affect them. And... I can tell you from experience as a young girl, when my mother dated after she separated from my father, I literally, I don't want to say every, but I saw frequent men. And I don't, I don't want to say that that damaged me, but I can tell you right now that that was something that I absolutely despised Yeah. because it was this constant, hi, this is my friend, blah, 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 blah. You know, it was a lot of that bullshit. And I literally felt disrespected in the sense of you keep bringing these people into our space yeah so i said to myself once i started to date as a single mother i was not going to do that i was not going to bring random men into my children's space do you also think that it's within your subconscious you wanted to see your parents together like over over, absolutely not overall like if if you had a choice right if you had a choice at that age no okay my dad was a f- complete fucking animal. But what I'm saying to you is mm-hmm. that you would have, in a perfect world, you would have liked that to work out rather, no. rather than you. W- in a perfect world, like he wasn't an animal. Oh, and okay. Your mother wasn't who she was, <laughs> and then you know, and you can they can be together. And I mean, yeah, evil. If it was a perfect world, yes. But right. in the situation that we lived in, we were better off with my parents not being together. Okay. Uh, my mother and my dad were basically. Um, they were fuel and fire. That's who they were. Oil and vinegar. Like two things that were not meant to be together, but mm-hmm. they were trying to fucking be together. And it was war all the time. So I preferred for them not to be together. But that didn't mean that I wanted to be meeting men right. every fucking couple months. So when I decided to start dating as a single mom, I said to myself, that's the last thing that I want to do is be introducing these men into my children's life for multiple reasons. One, because I don't think it's healthy for them to be meeting people that potentially they may make a, a bond with. And then well, let's just say let's say it doesn't work out that then now not only is the dad not no longer in the home, now I have to remove this other male, you know, this other male 
um, I don't want to say male role model, but this other male presence from the household in addition. And I also wanted my boys to know that I was okay without a man. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so once I started to date, I made a rule for myself that I would not bring any men home or in the presence of my boys unless I knew it was something long term. And that meant after like six months of dating. Mm-hmm. So I figured out ways to when the boys would go visit their dad or um, my brother would maybe babysit for me. I would take the time to go out and date, but never bring a man home or have my children involved in the date. So that was the way that I did things. And I think it worked really well for me because it helped me filter out the bullshit. Right. Guys that I went out on a couple of dates with that were like not worth my time or maybe just there just wasn't a spark. My kids never saw that. And I wasn't trying to save face like, oh, look at me. I'm so fucking righteous. It was just I know that that's not healthy because even if it's just a friend, you you know, kids need stability. They need consistency. And if you're not if you're actively dating, there lacks a level of consistency because, you know, you may date several people throughout a certain period of time. Then enter Evo. Evo and I started dating for the second time in 2005, January 2005. You did not meet my boys until that summer. It was like May or June of 2005. Yeah, sounds about right. Um, And even when you did meet them, it was a small blink. It was just like, hey, this is them. And I always made it a point to... I always made it a point to let you know that my kids were my primary objective. So even on the weekends where maybe you had asked me to do something, I was like, yeah, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be with my kids today, but I wouldn't invite you. Yeah. Can we just for a second highlight the level of restraint that it takes to be able to date, to be a single mom in your case, mm-hmm. and to, to date and refra- refrain from the, wa- the need and the want to rush into normality um, mm. and the level of restraint that it takes to be constantly searching for something that you have to always analyze. Is this okay? Is this not okay? And really being super analytical to the point that where you're not just making a decision for this for yourself, you're making this for your children as well. Mm-hmm. Like you have to live in that moment for quite some time with a guard up mm-hmm. All the while, making things seem normal between the person that you're dating Mm -hmm. and balancing a work life and home life at home Mm -hmm. so that they don't suspect that there's anything going on outside of mom just going to work and coming home. Yeah. That's a significant amount of restraint that takes. And to draw that out over a long period of time, it's hard. It's hard. And I think that's where a lot of people fail. You know, they, they give up on that fight. To really like make sure is this okay? Is this safe? Is this the one? Really draw it out, mm-hmm. you know, and cross all the T's and dot all the I's to make sure that this one checks all the all the, you could be able to fill in all the check marks for this mm-hmm. one, you know, before that person is introduced to your children. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wanted to point out that you know it's it's you you know the way you say it makes it sound kind of easy, um, but it's a huge problem. It's a problem where people are being introduced to children sooner than they should be yeah. and then the relationship doesn't work out and then now these introduced these children have seen a person 
whether it be a man or a woman, come in and out of their lives mm -hmm. like you did as a child. Mm -hmm. You know, and so the, I feel like I just wanted to point out that the difference between what you were going through as a child and at least one one difference that you were going through as a child and what the way you chose to raise your children mm -hmm. was restraint. Um, thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, it's it definitely wasn't easy, and I know that it's not an easy task overall. You know, no. um, I think that people, people seek normalcy. Yeah, people want to feel normal. People want to be wanted. People want to be loved. And um, in my situation, because I came from a childhood where there was traumatic experiences, I never wanted my kids to feel pain the way that I felt pain. So I made it my mission when I dated to not give them unnecessary pain because when you do like what's that saying fool's russian yes so i never wanted it to be a situation where my kids experience pain on multiple levels whether it be introduced to somebody that they like and then that person no longer being there or then being introduced to somebody that wasn't good for me and for our our dynamic and um i also felt like my kids were more important than my own personal needs of companionship at that mm -hmm. point in time especially because they were they were young it's that motherly instinct yeah um unfortunately i don't think every mother has that 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 sort of instinct it really it really depends on the circumstances mm -hmm. of how they are living because i can tell you firsthand that i know of situations where men were introduced too soon and um things happen to children in the presence of those men that was unspeakable type yeah. shit so when i think about situations like that i always put my kids in my forefront like you know it's them before anybody yeah just you know i'd like to just add some simplicity to the process and just to point out that mistakes love a rush decision okay mm -hmm. the best friend of a mistake is a rush decision yeah so if you ever find yourself looking back at something that you did and maybe think that you made a mistake, know that it was probably a rush decision and that next time you should maybe draw it out a little bit more and analyze it a little bit better and practice some more restraint. I will also say that um, I made the mistake of trusting their father. But I believe you learned from that mistake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, I made the mistake thinking that even though him and I were not together, that we could raise our children amicably, you know? Yeah, well, you were and very young, too. Oh, I was extremely young. I was only 22 by the time I had my second kid. Yeah, so... But there was an agreement between him and I that was made, and he didn't adhere to that agreement on several occasions. So I made the mistake of trusting him, so I said to myself, never again. I'm not going to trust a man unfortunately based on his immediate word i his actions have to speak louder yeah and i wasn't going to put my children in harm's way of some man's bullshit so that's the way i saw things you know it's like you learn from pain mm. you know you experience happiness but man do you when you fall flat on your fucking face you learn from that shit no wonder we linked so hard because i was about that action <laughs> <laughs> I was about that. <laughs> making shit happen yeah so when even when i got back together <clears throat> he knew that i had kids there that was that was not a secret no. 
But what I will say is that um, I went into our relationship initially not feeling super confident about who I was or who I could be to you. I knew that I wanted to be with you. I knew that I wanted a relationship for us. But I definitely had that, uh, that thing that many mothers have or many single parents have. Forget just being a mother. I felt like I had baggage. And I want to say that midway through our relationship, like, you know, early on, I mean, um, I started to realize that I was a fool forever fucking thinking that. As many people are who see themselves in that situation. And we're yeah. going to get into it a little bit later yeah. as to why. Um, I definitely thought that because I had kids that I was less than worthy of you as a partner. And then you and I got together and I realized that you had your own fucking bag of shit. Everybody does. And that is what I want the takeaway to be for everyone listening or watching us from my experience is never devalue who you are based on what is happening or what you have going on in your life. Because Lord knows everybody has their own shit. Absolutely. No human being is perfect. At least none that I've met. You know what I always think about? Um, I think it's the movie. It's uh, what what men want or what men think. It's uh, fuck. It's I I forget the title of the movie, but doesn't really matter. There was a scene in that movie where a girl is she starts dating this guy, and he's kind of like uh, putting up a facade of who he is. He's a chef. But he doesn't make a lot of money. He drives a really beat up car. But man, she kind of falls head over heels, head over heels for him because he really cares for her and he really listens to her. He had and great character. He had great character. He was romantic. He was everything that she wanted in a man except for the status. He didn't. Right? Yeah, he didn't make a lot of money. He didn't make a lot of money. And one day he drops her off to work and he drops her off in like his beat up car. And then like she's looking at other people look at her and she's like, oh my gosh, she's like fucking so embarrassed. And um. Then a guy pulls up in like a Lamborghini and he gets out. And I think it's Morris Chestnut that pulls out. And he's like, he is the status man. He is that man that like when sometimes women talk about what it is they potentially want in a man. He was all of that. He was tall, dark, handsome, had money. And they knew each other. From, and they knew each yeah, other. They just hadn't seen each other in a long time. And they happened to bump into each other yeah. outside of the building. And then it was like, oh, let's catch up. Let's chill. Let's talk. And she was like captivated by yeah. the by the facade that he had yeah. of money and success and yeah. things like that. And to her, the other guy had baggage. You know, he he had that situation that it, his situation was embarrassing to her. You know, yeah. And she didn't really want to put him on a pedestal. She didn't want people to really see her with him. But then this other guy. So she goes out on a date with this other guy, this status guy. And during the date, this man is fucking. All he's doing is talking at her. He's like, yeah, so I did this and I did that and I did this and I did this and me, 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 me. And she's sitting there like, what the fuck did I get myself Meanwhile, into? Meanwhile, her, her, um, her dates with the other guy were always about her. Yeah. And he, how much attention he gave her and yeah. how much he made her feel good and how much he made her laugh mm -hmm. and all the fun that they had together. Yeah, and because she's sitting there thinking to herself, I'm a fucking idiot yeah. forever thinking. Because she broke it off with that guy, with, yeah. the, with the low status guy. Yeah. She ended up breaking it off and she mm -hmm. thought she was just going to pursue this this high status guy mm -hmm. and that things were, she was going to ride off into the sunset. Yeah, and she went back running for his forgiveness. Yeah, she did. And in the end, I think it worked out. But that's what I think about when I stepped into our relationship. I said, I thought that I was the low status guy. 
I thought that I didn't have as much value as you potentially needed because I had children. And I was a fool for thinking that because not only did I have all of the value needed, my children actually added value. I laugh to myself now because I watch you and the oldest in the kitchen sometimes. And yeah. you, I'm almost jealous of your relationship sometimes because you two are like fucking buddies. You're like laughing it up and chalking it up. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, come, it's come around full circle. <laughs> yeah. It's taken a long time. But, yeah. you know, I... I was playing the, the the long game with this one, and I picked the right man for that because <laughs> Evil is all about the long I'm game. Playing the long game, yeah. take Evil to play golf. He ain't putting shit. Mm -mm. He just wants to send <laughs> that shit all the way out there. The long game. You are the you are the most amazing person when it comes to that. Thank you. And it's it's so you're welcome. And it's so interesting to me because you can see things really far, and I can see things really close yeah literally because we both wear glasses for that ex exact thing but there are times that i could see things right in front of us that you're like what are you talking about and then there's things that you're like gina 10 years from now <laughs> yeah it's a it's a gift and a curse honestly because yeah. you know I mean, it's great because you're always thinking about what you could potentially do and how you can lop things to the future so that they're there when you get there uh but it makes it hard to like live in the present yeah. because you're so consumed with with the future so it's uh so i gave you my scenario or you know actually our scenario yeah but that was my scenario and that's how i went about dating while i was a single parent i really kept men out of the picture until it was a real thing and truth be told evo was the only real thing after their father the boys have no recollection of anyone other than you and their dad and right. that's it so, so you did um, a great job um, you know, I'm not looking for the um, I'm not looking for for someone to tell me that I did a great job. I just know that that was the right thing at the time. You know? Yeah, it's what felt right for you. Yeah, it felt right, and I think it I think it was the more sensible decision for my kids' health. You know, mental health, uh, because I think sometimes that's not thought about. But yeah, so that was my scenario. But I know that you wanted to share with us some scenarios that sometimes people will run into when they are when the when a single person is dating yeah. a parent or a parent is dating a single person. Yeah, I mean, just kind of riding off of what you were just talking about, one scenario that a person who is single can find themselves in is the situation of feeling like they are less valuable in the dating scene because they have kids. The single, the person without children? No, this, uh, what I'm saying is that a person who is single with children, mm -hmm. they can find themselves feeling less valuable in the dating world yeah. because they have kids and yeah. they can and it, and there, and there's this term where it's like, ba that, you know, kids are labeled as baggage. Yeah. You're coming into the relationship with baggage. Um, and it's, it brings a negative emotion and a negative feeling about yourself, about yourself and your situation. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that when you look at it differently, it's gonna it, it can bring a whole set of different emotions onto how you see yourself. Mm -hmm. I think that rather than seeing yourself as baggage, seeing yourself as someone who has an opportunity for someone else to meet them and their most valuable possessions, which is their children. Mm. And kind of go about every date is kind of going about every day evaluating the person that you're dating in a way where are they worthy enough 
are they worthy enough? Are they lucky enough to be able to get through me and eventually one day meet my amazing children? Mm-hmm. Um, seeing yourself as extra valuable, as someone who's grounded, someone who knows about family, someone who has d- depth, mm-hmm. rather than someone who doesn't have any of that stuff, I see as more value than baggage. I, for example... The first time we started dating, once I saw you with your kids, it didn't take long for me to, you know, one thing that I did was I was analyzing the way that you were acting with your kids, mm-hmm. how you treated them, how you cared for them, how mm-hmm. you spoke to them, um, just the energy that existed when they were in your presence. And it didn't take long for me to see that information as super valuable and know instantaneously that I wanted you to be the mother of my children. And if it, Aww. <laughs> um, and it was interesting because I wasn't looking for it per se, like, Oh, I'm looking for a mother of my child. Yeah. Um, but I did know that when I, when I saw it, that there was something seriously, there was something seriously valuable there. And if you weren't going about yourself, I mean, I think that even though you did look at yourself as, oh, you know, I kind of have baggage, you were still very um, confident about the way that you carried yourself. Yes. You, you were still, you still had that whole thing where you were very selective mm-hmm. about who met your children, you know, so that all existed. So even though you were dealing with this um, self-conscious way of looking at yourself, I believe that it was still very minimal. Mm-hmm. in comparison to the way that you carried yourself mm-hmm. and that showed so when i saw you and the way that you you know you raised your kids i knew from the door that this was it right here yeah you know so that can be very helpful because going into a date as a single parent going into a, a dating situation as a single parent looking at yourself like oh i have baggage really just brings this negative energy around the, the whole dating relationship as a whole yeah, and you could know? you imagine though those actual feelings being verbalized? Imagine your kids heard you refer to them as baggage. Yeah. You know, looking looking at the ch- the child or children that you brought into the world as something in a negative light, something that's hindering you from finding true love. Yeah, I yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody would ever yeah. I, I would hope that nobody would ever allow their kids to hear them refer to them as baggage yeah. so the, the the simple fact that nobody would like in their right minds do something like that why even think it yeah why look at yourself like that why consider yourself if you just take a moment and change your perspective on how you see yourself it's going to change the way that you feel mm-hmm. and instead of feeling down and about yourself you're going to feel high and mighty and powerful yeah. knowing that you have this this beautiful thing some people like to call it a ready-made family. Yeah. You know? Um, I That's know f- a quote from my brother, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I know for myself, um, I wasn't opposed to dating women with children mm-hmm. because I dated a lot of women and girls who ended up playing a lot of games. Mm. And I ended up dating someone who had a child. And, you know, it was we dated for a few months. And it was amazing. It yeah. really was, you know, this the um, the nurturing 
personality that existed within this woman as a parent as, as a mother i never experienced with anybody else so mm-hmm. it was very refreshing because it just brought this level of not fucking around to yeah. the relationship you know which is what i was looking for so if you're that type of person you know dating a woman with children can be very refreshing mm-hmm. in comparison to dating someone who was you know has a ton of options and is trying to look into all of them yeah. you know it's just it's night and day it really is night and day so when we when we started dating and i found out that you had children i was like oh okay this I, th- my last experience was was a good one yeah. you know i'm open to this too and you ended up being the second woman that i dated with children mm-hmm. and you ended up being the woman that i married yeah. so i think i think that speaks volumes to going and me with no children dating someone with children you know, I think that speaks volumes to the opportunity that was there for someone who saw themselves as carrying baggage. You know what I think really worked for me? And I hopefully this could be helpful to someone else that's listening to us or watching us when it comes to dating, when you have kids. Um, I was so focused on myself and my family and what I was doing that it almost attracted men to me because I wasn't seek it, it. I wasn't seeking it. It's almost kind of like when you lose something, you know, when you lose something and then you're feverishly looking for it and you can't fucking find it. But the minute you stop fucking caring about it, boom, it just pops up somewhere. Well, I mean, it kind of helps that you're easy on the eyes too, you know? Okay. Listen, um, I'm not going to sit here and play fucking <laughs> stupid. Like, you know, men don't have not in the past found me attractive, but evil. I was also very adamant about my career and my family yeah. and building myself up and having my own. That was very important to me. Yeah. Um, again, that comes from watching other women in my life be dependent on a man and then them getting burned and me saying to myself i already am in a situation where i have two children with someone that's not active in their life let me be as solid and concrete as i can for my children and for their future to be and also to be non-reliant on a man that i was so focused on getting my gains Mm -hmm. that i almost found dating somewhat easy because it was so simplistic for me because I was so focused on me that it allowed me to like weed through the bullshit. You know, yeah. I could smell bullshit on a guy from a mile away. And it was so funny at times because when I would call men out on it, I've had a couple men like literally just be like, yo, you ain't fucking wrong. You know, uh, there's this one particular situation of a guy that I dated briefly um, and you know, we had we had a couple of fun dates and then, you know, I want to say maybe like the third or fourth date. I was like, yeah, this is um, you're you know, you're cool or whatever. But like, I don't really see this going anywhere. And, you know, I'm just I'm just going to tell you thank you, you know, for the fun times that we had. And, you know, I think we should just go our separate ways. But, you know, no hard feelings. And I remember this man being like, damn, yo, I've never had any had never had anyone be so fucking real and that had a lot to do with me being a single parent because i had no time for that bullshit i had no time to be being strung along by some fucking clown and then i want to say like fast forward five years you and i are in a club together and i bump into him and he's dating someone that he's like so happy to be with and he's like yo because of you i then went forward dating playing no games 
And he was like, who are you here with? And I was like, I'm here with, I think we were engaged at that time. And he was like, yo, I would love to buy you and your fiance a drink. And like, I, he came over and he was like, yo, this is the realest girl that I've ever met. I just want to buy y'all a drink and, and, you know, have a good night. And I remember just sitting there with my drink in my hand like, did this just happen? Yeah, it did. It was, and 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 that wasn't the first time that that happened to me. But no. I, I just want to, I just want to give that advice to single parents out there. Yo, be focused on you. You know, do a deep dive into who you are, and you will see how like that shit just, um, it attracts things to you. Yeah. When you when you least expect it. Absolutely. But um, the scenario about that you just described that definitely hit. That definitely hit yeah. close to home for yeah. me. Yeah, another situation that people might find themselves in trying to date as single parents, and this goes for people who are single and are not parents. Mm. And they, you know, nowadays it's just so easy to put all of your faith into cyber dating. Mm. You know, it's you know, you download six or seven apps, put profiles on all of them, swipe left, swipe right, swipe, 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 become like a serial swiper, <laughs> you know, just to like great to just to like, you know, elevate your chances of finding a match. And what's the saying? The bar is always open on 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 uh, cyber dating. Is it? Is that yeah. the saying? Because yeah. you can take out your phone at two o'clock in the morning. You're right. o'clock in the afternoon. You know, I never thought about it like that. I yeah. mean, I have no experience with these apps. So, you know, and I sound like a fuddy duddy old person when I say this, but I guess I'm, I feel that it was just something, an, an experience that I just didn't have to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, but in doing research, I find that it's it's huge now mm-hmm. you know people this is where they go to like back in the day i think we saw something recently where we were watching a podcast um where the internet was just like just starting out you yeah, know like the early 2000s the early 2000s eharmony.com yeah you know and even like in chat rooms you know where like date yeah you would meet somebody <laughs> in a chat room and you would get to know each other find out you know your age sex location and then maybe potentially date this person introduced to your friends like oh this is a person i met oh where'd you meet we met online like that sounded creepy back then yeah you know what i mean it was like looked down upon yeah and to now fast forward today it's like the norm yeah it's like you're 90 percent of the people meet online the thing of that the thing with that is that it's important to to always take a step back for a moment and try to do things that involve personal connections that have like like interest instead Mm. of trying to meet on a dating app which can get kind of crazy you know go to a go to an art class or sign up for like a hiking class if you like hiking Mm -hmm. you know you know you're the potential for you to meet somebody that has a very deep-rooted interest that you the same as you would Mm -hmm. are great in that situation or if you are into yoga Mm -hmm. you know sign up for a yoga class like seek also seek potential dates in these areas rather mm-hmm. than putting all of the eggs in, in the cyber dating basket mm. because it creates a different type of balance. You know, it there is something to the old school meeting somebody person to person and really kind of like getting to know them and something sparking by chance because you met in a random place that was unintended and unplanned rather than being on these apps. And it's just like, this is the intention. Like this yeah. is the, you know, people are here just like flip, 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 switch, switch, switch. And then mind you, you know, you're part of like how many other profiles that they clicked with and that they're juggling at the same time, mm. you know? So it makes that experience in itself just like a dime a dozen. 
as to where if you intentionally signed up for something that you're interested in and you have an intent you you have there in a slight intention to potentially meet somebody there mm-hmm. and that happens by chance it just makes it all more the more special i think that kind of goes back to what i was just saying invest in yourself and yeah. you will attract these things yes absolutely so you know i honestly think that that's great advice evo i think to say if there's an interest in your life whether it be maybe you like to work out maybe you like to go you know hiking maybe yeah. you like to do something art wise or um there's a lot of now um cooking classes uh painting you know whatever it is if you have an interest in that and then you enroll in a class in your free time not that you have a lot of it when you're a single parent let, let's just be 100 percent clear but if you can find some time yeah. to to indulge on yourself and you then find other people in that realm that are doing the same thing the likelihood of you meeting a man or a woman that may be interested in dating i feel like the likelihood is good yeah i mean there it just it goes back to the saying of that there's value in the journey there's value in the process mm-hmm. you know in the build of it it's very easy to scan through a bunch of profiles you know and be able to analyze someone before you even decide that you want to talk to them yeah um versus you know i'm versus i'm gonna just go check out this place today you know and see what happens yo ladies real talk go to whole foods at like 12 (laughs) o'clock i went to whole foods one day at like 12 o'clock in the afternoon and there was mad men in there like just shopping on their lonesome and a lot of them were like in gym clothes so i'm like Actually, because it was the Whole Foods that I went to has a there was a gym mm-hmm. like right across the way, and I didn't see any wedding bands on them. So I'm like, "Yo, is this where the spots at? Go to Whole I Foods mean, at one listen, o'clock." Just think about how much <laughs> if of you a, can think about how much of a gem that is that <laughs> you happen by chance to go somewhere and run into a person that not only are you attracted to, but by some small conversation ended up creating some a, somewhat of a spark, yeah. you know, and it all just happened by a random series of random events, yeah. sort of slightly planned, but yet still random. Yeah. That to me is so much more valuable of an experience than intentionally searching on like, you know, and yeah. like, and you know, I can't, I can't imagine that the, the, the choices that are made uh, of dates just by just like being fed up and tired. Like, oh, my God, like this is just some, you know what? Fuck, I'm tired of swiping. This, this guy's all right. Let me just let me see what happens here. Mm. You know what I mean? Like how many yeah. of those happen? So I don't know. I just. When I started to look into it, I was blown away how large the percentage of people is. And I don't have a number, but it was just, you know. Well, I, th- I think it goes hand in hand with the way that we live our lives nowadays as adults. A lot of people ha- spend a lot of time at work. A lot of yeah. people spend a, time, a lot of time with their kids. So the amount of time that someone has now is minimal. So to do a mindless thing, which is pull out your phone and swipe left or right, is simplistic in comparison to going out yeah. and searching for someone. And I'm not, again, I'm don't don't take this as what I'm saying that is to stop doing that. Yeah. All, what I'm simply saying is that you may find yourself in a situation where that's where you're solely relying on mm. as far as dating goes yeah and if you are in that situation take a moment to say okay maybe cast a wider may yeah let me cast a wider net maybe some balance is in order here let me Mm -hmm. let me let me offset this effort that i'm putting in by directing some of this energy into something else to create a little bit of balance in what it is that i'm searching for the force is strong with this one (laughs)
You talk about balance and energy. I'm like, yeah. Yo. You know, because I mean, it's all about it. It's all about how you channel your energy. You know, and uh, too much of too much of one thing is not not good for you. Unless it's ice cream. <laughs> Even just, that is bad for you at, at some point. That's my. It's a joke between me and Evo, but that's my little monster talking. Mm-hmm. We still got to get some though. Okay. All right. Um, so, you know, here's the situation that I have experience in, and that I know that if you're a parent or if you're a single person like myself, I was single at the time, that you may find yourself in this situation yeah. and it may be very difficult to deal with. And that is. I feel like I know what you're going to If say. you're dating someone with children and the parent of those children are still in the person's life that you're dating, don't be that jealous, crazy person that becomes difficult to deal with and makes the situation unmanageable. Mm. There's nothing more valuable than a kid or child or children having both of their biological parents in their lives it is imperative to the to the way that they grow up to if that opportunity is there for them to have that yeah and it is super important that you as a person be there to support that um, especially if you want to support the person that you're dating. Yeah, I mean, especially if you want to support the person that you're dating. You know, like, there's some people, and I know this because I I just know this from experience and, and people that I've, I've known, um, where they're combative to that situation. They try, yeah. they try to be the wedge that comes in between that and say, no, I'm here now. You know, like, he doesn't need to be in the picture. I'm here. And they try to take this authoritative figure and, and place themselves in a role that, they weren't originally seen in, mm. you know? So if you have to step back and analyze the situation, the role of the parent was originally created by one person. And if that person's still in the picture, the last thing you want to do is try to step in those shoes. You're going to be looked at as an alien. Even though you feel it's right, that's not the way you're going to be perceived. I also feel like in that regard, you're creating multiple avenues of conflict because exactly. you're going to have conflict with the person you're dating. You're going right. to have conflict with the other parent right and you're gonna create a, an, a like a awkward situation between you and the ch- you and the yes, children yes and if I, you're trying to come in between them and their biological parent i yes. find that to be i find that to be uh very childish well but it's it it happens easily when someone is blinded by jealousy and that's yeah. that's the that's that's the point of this of this topic that i'm trying to bring is don't allow jealousy to make you act out of character Mm. recognize that there is a very valuable thing going on here where they're still trying to Mm co-parent and make this thing that they have exist Mm -hmm. and that's beautiful and if you have it within yourself to be a support system in that and Mm -hmm. kind of be blended you know as like like a blended blended family um that can that is the most beautiful thing that you can do. And I mean, if it doesn't work out, fine. You know, if there is something there, because I think people people that, that are in that situation where they're dating someone and the other parent is still in the picture, but they're separated, you know, there's a little bit of jealousy and concern, like, oh, is there still something going on? Yeah. You know, there's that whole thing. And all right, and all right fine. Let's just say that it is. Let's just say there is something going on. It wasn't the right situation for you, but you did the best thing that you could do was be supportive, mm-hmm. right? If it didn't work out in this situation, maybe you have it in, in you to 
step up to the same plate again in another situation and try that again. Mm-hmm. All right? it's, it can only work out for you as a person because eventually, if you do find yourself in the right situation, you're going you're gonna to click like the missing link. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's all going to work. But approaching it in a situation where there's jealousy and, you know, it's got to be separate and I can't have any of this and da, 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 da. Like any two parents that are actually trying to coexist and be blended, you're never going to be part of that. You're never going to be part of that uniqueness. I mean, it takes an, an immense amount of dynamic and energy to make something like that work. And it's special. Yeah. It is very special. Um, And being jealous is just never going to allow you to be a part of it. And I know this firsthand. Yeah, for sure. You know? I actually. I wanted like that was that was my that idea. That was the intent. That yeah. was the intent. Yeah. Me coming into this relationship and seeing that, you know, that. And it be blended. He was part of he was at the point at that time. He was still kind of in the picture. I totally just wanted to be the best friend to the kids. I wanted to be the best friend. I wanted to have fun with them. I wanted him to be the parent. You know, like I didn't want like that role. I just wanted to be the cool like guy that came in once in a while oh my and God, like and just had fun so, with the kids. You know, that shit was so yeah. annoying. I just wanted to show up and be like, let's play. Ah! It you was, know what I mean? <laughs> it was so annoying because it worked. Yeah. And then what wound up happening was it was great. The boys were always like, um, can it actually Evo do it? Yeah. Because you're not fun, mom. You know, and um <laughs> and eventually, you know, unfortunately that didn't work out. Yeah. Um and you know, so- funny story though, on the flip side of that, there was a moment before you and I got back together that he was dating a woman. Yeah. And I liked her. And mm-hmm. I was like, yo, is this going to work out between y'all? Because yeah. it would be, she was, she, I don't know what, I don't know what their dynamic was. But what I can tell you is, is that when my kids would come back home, they always spoke very nice. They always spoke very highly of her. Yeah, I remember that. She was, she was, she was very, she was very warm and welcoming to them. So to me, in my mind, knowing that I wanted nothing to do with this man, I'm like, what better than my kids to have their father and another great female role model in their lives that is, that when they're with their father, there's no negativity, no jealousy there. Yeah. I thought that that was, and then he wanted to break it up with her and I was like, God damn it. Yeah, unfortunately that didn't work out. Yeah, because the, the one that came after that, <sighs> that wasn't yeah. a situation. So, I mean, if you're, if you're open to dating a person with children, or if you have children yourself and you've never tried being open-minded to being a support system to the current parental relationship that exists, mm-hmm. think about it. Give it a yeah. tr- give it a try because it's at the end of the day it's it's family, it's union, you know, and it doesn't work without you. You know what I mean? That whole situation, that dynamic requires you as the third parent stepping into the picture to be the supportive person as you're saying this i could tell you right now what i hear i hear all of the men on tiktok going nah fellas don't do that Listen, shit it, don't. Ain't, it ain't for everybody but what i find so funny about that is that men a lot of men unfortunately will think that just because they date a woman that is single that has no kids that the outcome potentially will be better. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to listen, when it, and I, I really hate to say this, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but in this in this particular situation, when it comes to two men being in a situation that we were in, mm-hmm. I ended up being the better man. You know, Ooh, and it, and yes, and, you and it was just because I carried my way in such. You know, mm-hmm. had the had the other person carried their way in such way, we would both be great men, and we would both be great men existing in a dynamic, raising a family the way that it should be yeah you know so 
to all you guys out there that are like, ah, oh, nah, fuck that. I would never do something like that. That's get. I don't want to say that, but that's that's that's. That's not you saying that. That's them. Yeah, saying that's that. them saying that. And I'm just trying to repeat something, but I know that that's something that you know should never be used in any which way. But that's soft, you know, and that's not mm-hmm. being a man. Oh, th- you're beta. Yeah, oh, you're oh, beta. All that bullshit and all this other stuff, like. That shit is that's that's the dumbest shit I ever heard in my life. Yeah. Okay. We're talking about you like that shit doesn't exist when it comes to family. Yeah. You know? And you gotta do what's important for the children at that point. Fuck your ego. Fuck everything else. You know, it's all about the the health of of, of the of the environment that's created for the children to be raised in. Yeah, for you know? sure. So Do you have one last one for us? Uh I do. Can you show me the time? We are Oh, we're good. We have we have thirty it's seconds. Fine. You, want, you really want? Let's, yeah, let's do one more. Let's, let's do, one do one more. more keep we'll, the show going. Keep the show going. We'll go into a light one. All right. Yeah. Um, you know, lastly, a situation that one might find themselves in when dating someone with children. And we spoke about this earlier, and I and there's a little bit of a conflict about, you know, who this is directed as. No. Um, but I feel that this is directed f- to someone who has kids. Um, no, you're right. This is so. This is directed to someone who has kids dating someone who has kids mm-hmm. yes okay so this is not directed at a person who doesn't have kids dating someone who has kids mm-hmm. and that is if you really want to find out what's special in the person's life that you're that you're dating with uh give them the opportunity to talk about their kids mm-hmm. you know um, it's a great way to find out the relationship that this person has with their children, mm-hmm. and if that relationship and those goals, I mean, and those, and if that those values and that relationship align with yours, mm-hmm. giving someone who's a parent the opportunity to talk about their kids is a great way to see if they light up, and all of a sudden, the love just comes out of them that they feel for their children, or. If it just is like something like, ah, you know, it's a quick conversation, you know, da, 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 and they move on to the next, mm. you know, it's a, that's it, a red flag, ladies and red, gentlemen, it's a red flag. I mean, listen, if your views and your values align with that, then, you know, maybe you're a match, but I'd like to think as, <laughs> I'd like to think as, you know, someone, you know, typically a parent who's dating another parent is looking for a pa- for someone who really values their relationship with their children. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and so just like randomly giving the, the, that that person the platform to speak about their kids and seeing how that goes is a great way to find out what that's like and whether you are, you're dealing with someone that's a red flag or or, or a green one. That actually is going to um, that's actually going to bring us to our next topic that we'll be talking about next week. It's so interesting that we're ending with this. Um, I think we're going to talk about why someone would date. A man or a woman that's a deadbeat. Mm. Oof, that sounds deep. Yeah, I always, that always like, uh, that always made me ponder why a man would date a woman that is not in her children's life for all of the wrong reasons or why a woman would date a man that is not in his children's life for all of the wrong reasons. Mm. So if you're listening to this and you have any input on that and you would love to give us some insight on that for next week's show, I would love it because I have my own fucking thoughts. <laughs> this just sound like it's going to cut deep. I, I have my own fucking thoughts on that topic. Uh, but thank you so much for sharing those with us, Evo. I hope that I hope that anyone that is, you know, looking to date as a single parent, whether you 
whether you've tried and been successful or you tried and failed, just realize that your children are not baggage. You are not less valuable because you have children. It's actually quite the opposite. You are you are priceless. Yes. You know, and so are your children. Um, and um, I would just like to ask everybody, if you can, if you want, you don't have to. You know, we always ask if you'd like to press a button, which is the follow button, the like button, the subscribe button. I honestly don't care which button it is, but if you would like to press it, it always helps us. It helps us grow our content and to continue to be here for you. Um, otherwise, we're going to shut this shit down. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Um, but until next Friday, Evo, I feel like this one was quick. I don't know. Like I blinked, boom, it was over. Boom. That's usually how the weeks happen. As you as you, as you you get older, the weeks just start to fly like that. <laughs> Yo, real talk, because today somebody emailed me and asked me if I was available for a day. And I yeah. was like, yeah, I am. And then I looked back and I was like, oh, fuck, actually, I'm, I'm not. And then I told them what day I thought it was. And they were like, um, that was two days ago. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm all fucked I'm up in the game right now. Yeah, so until next Friday, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here with us. Peace out. Peace out.